Thank you for listening to this podcast from the Resting Place South Tampa campus. We hope you feel honored, empowered, and full of faith because of what you hear, and we would love to see you at a gathering soon. For more resources like this, head to trpfamily.org. You are God's people. You are a champion. You are a leader. And you are not in the background. Lord says, I put you in the forefront. You're not defeated. You are a conqueror. And the Lord says, by my stripes, you are healed. You are healed. I see the healing of the Lord upon you. Even in the deep parts of your heart, the very things you, that you will not share with anyone else. The Lord says, even in those deep secret places, even there, you are healed. Because my hand is upon your heart. And you thought you were not chosen, and yet, the last one is first. <laughs> no coincidence you showed up today. <laughs> Out of all the other days, today. Because the last... The last shall be first. And there's such a calling upon your life. You didn't know what to do with it. And God says, I know what to do with it. You don't even need to figure it out. Let me lead you into your destiny. Let me lead you into your purpose. For I want to take those tears, the tears that you cry when nobody sees, I see. And I've gathered your tears. And I'm ready to give you a reward for your tears. I'm ready to give you a reward for your suffering. And the very questions that you've been asking, what's my purpose? What's my destiny? The Lord says, you are mine. That is your destiny and that is your purpose, to be mine. For you are a worshiper. You are a son of the Most High God, and you have a father. His name is Abba, the great I am, and he goes before you. And he says, I have sheltered you your whole life. I have covered you with my wings, and with my feathers I comfort you. Even when nobody's around, and even when you feel like you're in the deepest shadow, the only shadow you've been walking in is the shadow of the Almighty. Because he's been covering you. He's been bringing you shade. Even in the moments of loneliness, he says, it's been my shade. It's his wings. His wings have been open and you've been covered. It felt lonely in there, but you were never alone. He's gone over you and he's gone under you. He's gone all around you. That's where he's been at. Where have I been? Around you. <laughs> all around you. You've been in the middle of the storm. He is the storm. But that storm is not against you. That storm, that storm is for you. That storm has been protecting you. That storm has been keeping your enemies away. That's what the storm has been doing for you. You're not in the storm. You're in the middle of the storm. You're in the eye of the storm. For he doesn't fall asleep. His gaze is upon you. And he says, I don't blink. And I don't look away. I have my gaze fixed on you. Chosen generation. Chosen generation. That's who you are. Royal priesthood. Holy nation, and you're not last, 
you're first. And you're not on the bottom, you're on the top. And you're not forgotten, you're remembered every day. In every thought, you're remembered. For many are the thoughts that I have about you, more than the grains of sand in the beach. And look to the sky and look at the stars. And more than the stars you see in the sky, more are the thoughts that I have about you. I have so many thoughts about you. And my thoughts about you are of good or thoughts of blessing you. I'm looking for ways to bless you. I'm looking for ways to love you. I'm looking for ways to lead you to your destiny, to your purpose. <laughs> chosen generation, chosen generation. Many are called, but few are chosen. <laughs> few have chosen to simply sit and abide in the presence of the Lord. Many are called and many have been doing the work, but only a few will choose to sit at the feet of the teacher. Only a few will sit to listen to his beautiful teachings. But those that sit at his feet, they chose the best part. <laughs> they chose the best part. Sitting at his feet is the best part. Being chosen is the best part chosen to sit at his feet to bring your perfume to bring your alabaster box and pour it at his feet is the best part to abide at his feet is the best part and you know this because you know this because you know this now you're called. <laughs> you could pursue your calling now. And you won't be contaminated with religion. You won't. Because you know you're chosen. You're not going to go after the ways of man. Because <laughs> you got the joy. His joy is your strength. Because you got his presence, and in his presence, there is fullness of joy. And everywhere you go, you know you carry his presence. You are an ark of the covenant. You have a covenant, and now you are an ark. And now you get to carry his glory everywhere you go. Everywhere you go, in the highways and in the byways, in the deserts and in the valleys, in the streams and in deep waters, in the mountaintops and the prairies, in the skyline, in the cities, anywhere you go, you are carriers of the presence of God. You are arcs of covenant. You are arcs of covenant. And just like in the days of Noah, there was an ark that was prepared to bring salvation in this time and in this age. God has prepared many arks, many arks that are going to go out, many arks that are going to gather the wild animals. Wild animals are people that don't know the Lord. He's gathering the wild animals, and you're going to lead them to salvation. You're going to lead them to the promise. You're going to lead them to hope. You're going to lead them to Jesus. You're going to lead them to the place of the rainbow. The place of the rainbow means 
they will not drown in the flood. The rainbow means you will not drown. You will not drown. And you will go and you will tell people. You will tell people that they are loved. That there is an ark for them to be saved. That there is food. There is a meal that's been prepared. You will tell them, are you hungry? Then come and eat. Are you thirsty? Then come and drink. Are you hurting? Then come and be healed. Are you willing? Then come. Come. You are the bride. You are the bride. And you are released. Every single one of you, I release you right now in the name of Jesus to go and invite the nations to come. Invite them for the word of the Lord says the spirit and the bride say come. And I commission you to go with the Holy Spirit where the spirit of God leads you and tell the world to come. You're going to go to different places. You will go to different nations. You will go to different tribes. You will go to different tongues. But you will tell them with the spirit, come. Are you willing? Come. Are you hungry? Come. Are you thirsty? Come. Every single one of you. Every single person in this room right now. You are commissioned to go. You are commissioned to fulfill your dreams. You are, you are commissioned to listen to the voice of the Holy Spirit. I declare that all of your ears will be unclogged and open from the lies and the deceit and the sins and the struggles and the words and the traumas that were spoken through your life. I come against every curse. I come against every single curse right now in the name of Jesus. And I release your ears to hear the Spirit of God. I release your ears to hear what the Spirit of God is saying. And you will no longer listen to the voice of darkness. You will no longer listen to the voice of depression. You will not listen to the voice of hopelessness and brokenness and despair. But you will listen to the voice of truth. You will listen to the voice of the King. You will listen to the voice of Alpha and Omega. You will listen to the voice of beginning and end. You will listen to the voice of first and last. You will listen to the roar of the Lion of the tribe of Judah. And his roar leads you. His roar leads you. His roar leads you. You will hear his word and understand what his word is saying. I pray for your eyes. I pray for the eyes of the blinds to be open now. And I'm not speaking about physically blind. I'm speaking about the eyes of the spirit. And I speak to the blind as well. I command your eyes to see. But I'm speaking to your spirit. And I remove the blinders of darkness I remove the blindfolds and you will not fall before any enemy but you will stand tall as the giants and warriors that you are in the kingdom of heaven blinders removed and we release the anointing to see we impart the gift of seeing over every single one of you that you will see the signs that you will open the scripture and see exactly what he's telling you 
that you will see people's true identity as you walk into the streets, as you walk into your job, that you will be shocked with what you see because you will see their kingdom identity. You won't see people's brokenness. You will not see the pain, but you will see their restoration. You will see their healing. You will see their hope and their salvation. That your eyes will see Jesus. I speak and release all your eyes. All your eyes in this room. If you're at the sound of my voice. The gift of open eyes. The gift of open eyes. The gift of open eyes. To understand and see the spiritual things. And not to just see them but to discern them. And I pray for your mouth. I pray that your fear will be removed. And that boldness will come upon you like a lion. Just like the boldness of the king that you follow. The lion of the tribe of Judah. The son of God. The one anointed and appointed to be the God of all humanity. His boldness upon you. For he has not given you a spirit of fear, but a spirit of power, love, and a sound mind. And I pray for your heart. I pray for the stony hearts, any part in your heart that is stony. I command it to become a heart of flesh now. That you will not be afraid to feel. That you will not be afraid to express. That you will not be afraid to speak. And that your worship your worship from your heart will go to levels you never dreamed of. That your intimacy with God will be so profound and so glorious that you will have to write books. That your mouth will begin to speak and you will not find a way to be silent. I pray unspeakable glory upon you guys. It's an unspeakable glory that will make you speak. Because you're going to keep searching for words to simply describe the glory you're experiencing. That your mouth, every mouth in this room, every tongue in this room will catch fire of the Holy Spirit. And just like God did it in the upper room. When they were all, all united in one accord, the Holy Spirit came in like a mighty rushing wind. And they all began to speak in new tongues. They all began to speak in a different language, but they were in one accord. And every man understood each other in their own language. That the language of love will come upon you, for God is a consuming fire and God is love. So the consuming fire will be tongues of love tongues of revelation that everywhere you go you wouldn't even be able to help yourself to speak the revelation of the King Jesus that your mouths would jump off your face and begin to speak by themselves that you would run with your hands to cover your mouth and you would still speak and that when people tell you to be quiet that you would still speak and when they call you crazy, that you will still speak. And when they say shut up, that you would still speak. I speak the 
boldness of the Holy Spirit. He says, and you shall receive power when my spirit comes upon you. And you shall be my witnesses in Jerusalem, in Judea, in Samaria, and to the ends of the world. I pray the fire of the Holy Spirit. I pray the person of fire. I pray the person of glory upon every single one upon your life. And I pray that all your gifts, your different gifts, your diversity of gifts will be released. And you will never, ever, 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 ever hold your gifts again back. But that you will be released like a, like a river in the middle of a storm. Like a river that becomes a flood. That you will no longer be a stream. But that you will be an outrageous river of glory flooding its banks with kindness everywhere you go that everywhere you step people will drown in the love of God that people will be consumed in the might of the king that people will be overtaken like a tsunami that nothing can stay back nothing can stand in front of a tsunami because the waves of glory come crashing down so strong so mighty that every foundation made by man would collapse. Every religious system will collapse. Every lie of the enemy will collapse because nothing can stand in front of a giant tsunami. And I pray tsunami of glory is coming forth from every single one of you throughout your life. In the name of Jesus. In the name that's above every other name. In the only name given to save mankind. Jesus Christ, I pray the fire, 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 fire like never before. Fire, unquenchable fire, unconsumable fire upon your life that you will never be the same. You will never be the same. Fire, fire, fire of God, fire of God, never the same, never the same, never the same, never, never, never overcome a warrior, time arise, shine, my spirit is upon you, you don't look like them, you don't look like them, you don't look like them, for you are the secret weapon, you are a warrior princess, not just a gentle princess. You are a warrior. You will never be like them. You stand out from all of them. You stand out from all the rest. Fire, fire, boldness, boldness, even in the spirit, even in the spirit. Might of God, power of God, destiny upon this young man right now. He will never be the same. Boldness and glory burn him, Father. I see you like a matchstick and God's about to pour his gasoline on you and he's going to ignite you and everywhere you go you're going to release the fire of God you might not understand now but you're going to look back and you'll see what God began to do in your life young man I see the fire Lord use them for your glory Lord use them for your might lose them lose them upon the face of the earth like a ravaging fire that every tree he comes contact with will catch fire and father send the winds of your spirit on this flame of fire that everywhere he goes everything will catch on fire father god that the bondage will break as he comes next to his friends they start being delivered the chains will start coming off father god in the name of jesus i declare he's anointed and appointed for a destiny and the enemy will not take him back 
every spirit that's come against him. Lord, you have lifted up a standard. You have lifted up walls to protect your son in the name of Jesus. I pray the gift of healing upon your daughter that as she lays her hands, the sick will recover. Open the doors to the warehouse of body parts for her, Father God. Open the doors to the warehouse of the body parts so she can go pick up body parts and bring them to earth in the name of Jesus. Boldness and fire and glory. She is anointed and her worship will not stop in the name of Jesus. Fire of God, fire of God, fire of God, fire of God, fire, fire and glory, glory that her perfume would arise, that her perfume would arise, Father God, that everywhere she goes, she will light her light, that she is not shy, she is not timid, she is bold, 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 Father God, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, fuego, tu presencia, tu presencia que se levante como águila tu sierva y que donde ella vuele, Padre, caigan las llamas de fuego, donde ella vaya, se desate tu gloria, que es cuando ella bata las alas, Padre, se suelten los vientos de gloria en el nombre de Jesús y rabaquía, manzala, vaquía, que vuele a alturas como nunca ha volado, Padre Santo, en el nombre de Jesús. En el nombre de Jesús, en el nombre de Jesús, en el nombre de Jesús, en el nombre de Jesús. I bless my brother more, Father God. Bless him, bless him more. I pray, Father, that you will enlarge his territory. That the things he feels he cannot overcome, he begins to overcome. And Father, I pray for the love of the Father. That my brother will have an encounter with the love of the Father. That he would know how loved he really is. That he will be so drunk in the joy of God that nobody would even comprehend what happened to him. That people would literally ask, what the heck happened to you? And he only could answer, the love of God got in my heart. That that would be his answer, Father God, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Father, we speak upon the pastoral anointing on Frankie's life. That that dream will not die. He is a shepherd. You call them as a shepherd. And the enemies try to come against those dreams. But he will arise as a minister of the gospel of Jesus Christ. And everywhere he'll go, he will preach. He will testify. He will prophesy and evangelize. Thank you, Father God, because you've equipped them with an anointing. You've equipped them to get the lost. You've equipped them with compassion and mercy and kindness. And I declare that his heart will never stop hungering for your presence, Father God, in the name of Jesus. 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 I pray for my my brother right now, Father God. He is a sower. And I pray for a harvest. I pray for all the seeds planted into people's lives. All the love, all the kindness, all the joy, all the financial blessings, all the hard work. Father God, I pray for the harvest to come forth from his life in the name of Jesus. Thank you, God, for his garden. Thank you, God, for this beautiful garden that you've given my brother. Thank you, Father God. I pray for more water, more water upon his life so he can continue watering the plants. So he can continue watering all those people that are hungry, all those people that are thirsty in the name of Jesus. Father, more glory on this woman, more glory on this prophet, that she will not be silent, 
for she still has a message. She has a message that you've given her, Father God. We pray for the anointing upon her hands to keep releasing her gifts in the name of Jesus. Fire, 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 more, more visions, more ideas, Father God, more creativity that the rest of her day will be the, the best of her days. I pray for a fire shut up in her bones that she will run and run and run and run and run and never, ever be weary, Father God, that that joy that she carries will explode on people. Explosions of joy. Explosions of joy. Explosions of joy. Explosions of joy in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Lord, we pray for this intercessing prophet. Father God, in the name of Jesus. Uh, you know what I see the Lord doing? He's taking a whip and he's whooping your horse. He's going flap right on the butt of your horse. And he's igniting your horse to run. So ride, woman. Ride and don't you stop riding. You ride through the mountains. Ride through the valleys. Ride through the desert. Don't stop going. Go, 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 go. There's a message. There's a letter. I see a bag on your horse. And there's letters in there. And it's time to deliver the letters. Don't be afraid of their faces. Their faces might look like stones. But I've given you the face of diamond. So shine, shine. Nothing can scratch a diamond. Nothing can scratch a diamond. Do not fear for I go with you. Father, I pray for the sight of my brother in the spirit. In the spirit. I hear the Lord saying, you're like a Paul. You're like a Paul. In the natural, he couldn't see for three days. But all the mysteries revealed. All the mysteries revealed. And I see that you got mysteries. There's mysteries. 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 And the Lord says, it's time for you to speak. It's time for you to get a scribe. It's time for you to document everything that I've given you, my son. And it's time to tell the world the messages, the revelations that I've given you. For you thought you couldn't speak, but you could speak. You have a mouth to speak. Fire on his tongue. Fire on his hands, Father God. To speak even in his belly. Rivers. Rivers, rivers in the name of Jesus. Rivers in the name of Jesus. I see you flying. I see you soaring. And you're going to enter new heights. And you're going to enter new dimensions. You never thought. And it's not your mama's anointing. There is an anointing I have prepared for you all along. And she knew this. I have barrels of glory. Oh, she only had a few. But what's in store for your life is greater. It's mightier. That's why you're searching and you can't stop searching. And guess what happens to those that seek? Guess what happens to those that ask? Guess what happens to those that knock? Oh, you, you thought she saw. <laughs> you thought she saw. <laughs> There's chambers in my mansion that she never saw while she was on earth. But now through her eyes, you have access. You have access through her eyes to see the mysteries. And don't be afraid of the mystery. For you are hungry. <laughs> but I have struggles. No, you're hungry. You're hungry. 
You've been desperate for love. You've been desperate for family, and I've given it to you. You are part of my family. You are part of my kingdom. You're not last. And stop having regrets. You were not meant to know then, but you're meant to know now. Stop looking back with regrets. You were a tool even in her life. Stop having regrets about the past of what you could have been. You were exactly what you were supposed to be at that moment. What you were drove her to my, her knees to seek me. You were fulfilling a job. You were fulfilling a job. Don't you have regrets? Don't you have regrets? Don't you have regrets? Rejoice. Rejoice because the connection that you have is deeper and greater than what you thought or imagined. Rejoice. For you will see more than you ever heard. You'll see more. You'll describe things that my prophets haven't even spoken yet. There's rooms reserved for you, my son. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, you are my son. Yes, you are my son. Yes, you are my son. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. You're not adopted. You're my son. My blood covers you. My blood runs through your veins. You're not just adopted. You got a blood transfusion. You were given a blood transfusion. You have the blood of the Son. You are a Son. You are a Son. And you have access to the kingdom. Receive the keys. Receive the keys and the doors open before you. And go wonder. Go wonder. And watch purity come into your life. For you desire purity. I give you purity. I give you purity. I give you purity. Purity. Like a child. <laughs> like a child. They will wonder because you wonder. <laughs> they all will wonder because you wonder. You wonder in the wonder of the wonderful one. So go wonder in the wonder. <laughs> wonder you're wonder boy <laughs> you'll be known as wonder boy because you're gonna wonder forever <laughs> and the last shall be first <laughs> you get to skip the line <laughs> come forth you're like you're like in the back like me yes you come over here <laughs> he's like come over here <laughs> <laughs> hallelujah i know we crazy but we have to be we're crazy because he's crazy about us who wants regular church who wants regular church <laughs> the lord says can i leave you <laughs> can i leave you can I be the one to take you to a place you've never seen? Can you trust me? 
can I choose you? Can I set you as an example before the nations, David? Because I've seen you in the secret place. And you don't understand how pure your heart really is. I could trust a man like you. I could set a pastor to be a king. And you're called to be a king. You're not called to hide no more. You're called to lead. You're called to lead. It's not about you, but it surely is about who you are. It's not about your weakness. It's about your strength. And when I look at you, I see strength. The most kindest, the most gentle, the most joyful and most loving strength I've seen on the face of the earth. Can I use you? Not too many people, the Lord asks, can I use you? Too many people are shouting, use me. But God likes to use the one that's trying to hide. The one that doesn't want the calling. That's the one he can trust. You're like Prince Caspian. He says, arise, kings and queens. And he stood on his knees. And he said, I said, arise, king and queens. And Caspian looks at the lion and says, but I don't know if I'm ready. And the lion says, and that's how come I know you are. You are. You are. And you will go before the nations. And you will lead multitudes. Because you don't want it. Because you want my heart. Because you desire intimacy with me. I can trust you. I trust you. I trust you to go. I trust you to lead. For I am your strength and you know that. For you've told me I trust you because you trust me. You're ready. You are ready. Take a step. Go and do what he's called you to do. to destroy you, I will make you arise in that very place and you will feed them. You will be their mother. You will love them and you will lead them. You will lead the very ones that judged you. You will lead the very ones that criticized you. You will lead the very ones that sold you into slavery, Joseph. Because you've forgiven in your heart. Because you know my mysteries. Because you're a dreamer. Because you're a visionary. But the very ones that wounded and hurt you, Joseph, in their desert, in their trial, they will come looking for food. Will you feed them, Joseph? 
or will you hold their sin against them? I know your heart, Joseph. I know your beautiful heart. Even though it's been 40 years of prison, 40 years of broken dreams, it's time to stand to your place, Joseph. You're not just a servant in the background, Joseph. You're not just a dream interpreter, Joseph. You are a deliverer of the people. <laughs> you are a deliverer of the people, Joseph. <laughs> or Josephina. <laughs> Feed them. Feed them. Feed them. Everything I've given you, feed them. I've, I've caused you to be a blessing. I blessed you to be a blessing. I blessed you to be a blessing. I've anointed you to be an anointer. I've healed you to be a healer. I've delivered you to be a deliverer. So go. <laughs> Release. Announce. Decree. Proclaim. When they understand you and when they don't. Your job is not to be understood. Your job is not to be understood. Your job is to walk in my obedience. Because you love me. Because you know me. Because you know my voice. Because you know my heart. Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> you better stop playing. <laughs> You better stop playing. Because <laughs> I'm pretty serious about you. <laughs> I'm very serious about you. Mm. You have no idea how serious I'm about you. You're literally, you're literally like Paul. Paul was the one that didn't look the part at all. Paul was the one that everybody knew he was a murderer. He was a sinner. He was the messed up one. He couldn't hide it. But he saw glory. He saw glory. And the Lord says, I ain't playing with you. I'm not playing with you like you play them drums. <laughs> You're serious about them drums and I'm serious about you. There's something when my hand comes upon you. There's something that happens to those drums when your hands go upon those drums. There's a sound by themselves. They don't make any sound whatsoever. But when your hand goes upon those drums, there is a sound of war that releases in the atmosphere. And when my hands come upon you, when my hands come upon you, there's a roar of war being released. I have chosen you. I have anointed you. I have filled you with power and authority. I've given you my bread and I've given you my wine. It doesn't matter what anybody else has said. I have chosen you and I want you to take your place 
with the authority that placed in your life. For there is a sound that has never been heard on the church before. There is a sound, there is a roar. I see love nation. I see the word love nation. Love nation. I see you raising up a nation of love, a people of love. You're not going to be in the background. You will not be in the background. I know you don't like the forefront, but you're going to do some things you never thought you were going to do. There is a message. You got all those little sermons preaching in your car by yourself. I sit in that car with you and listen to you preach. I see you talking to yourself, releasing that revelation as we speak. You will release that revelation upon my people one day. The very people that did not understand you. The very people that did not want you. You will be a minister in the Christian nation. I hope you know this. Remember this. You will lead Christians. You will lead Christians. You will lead Christians. Because there's a fire and a glory in your life that you will lead. Don't be afraid. Don't be. You and Rhonda got the same word. Don't be afraid of their faces. Avril. Don't be afraid of their faces. Wally, don't be afraid of their faces. You guys are different. You guys are different. Ralphie, don't be afraid of their faces. Frankie, don't be afraid of their faces. Zach, don't be afraid of their faces. Don't be afraid of their faces. For the ones that were not my people are now my people. Take ownership, guys. I know today's different. It has to be. Today's different. You gave it out? Awesome. That's so awesome because I was thinking we had to do communion. It's like we're in the same spirit. That's wild. Don't be afraid of their faces. You're going to do things you never thought you were going to do. You're going to do things that have never been seen in the church. You're going to carry some signs and wonders. You're going to carry some revival that hasn't been seen. Remember, you have to remember what I'm saying. You have to. And you cannot be afraid of their faces when they don't understand. When God uses you and then that lady gets up from the wheelchair and, and people start saying that's witchcraft or they start saying, no, not her. God can't use her like that because she's made all those mistakes. When that lady gets up from that wheelchair, you remember that I told you before. Because I see you laying hands on a lady on a wheelchair. The day will come. I don't know what day it is. I see many days for you. And one of those days, there's a lady getting up from a wheelchair. And the critics will criticize. But you remember. You're anointed for healing. 
healing of the heart. Their hearts will get healed, but it's going to manifest physically as well. And I see this lady arising, and you'll be launched. And one day you were just building a house, and then the next day you were building a house. Because you're going to build a house. You will build a house just like David built a house. You will build a house for the Lord. Where people will come. And for the hurting and the broken, the despised and the misunderstood, you will build a house. And when they talk about your house, don't you let nobody talk about your kids. You don't let people talk about your kids and this is why. Because you're going to have many kids, mama. You're going to have many kids in the spirit, mama. And you ain't going to let nobody talk about your kids. Only you discipline your kids. Only you correct your kids. And when they talk, let them talk. When they criticize, let them criticize. Because I need some ingredients for glory. And it's called criticism. <laughs> and I take what the enemy created to destroy you. And I turn it around to bless you. So if there's a thousand criticisms, who gets a thousand blessings? <laughs> if there's a thousand judgments against you, who gets a thousand blessings? Oh, what about me? <laughs> the baby gets the lap. <laughs> the little one gets the lap. The little one gets to hear my heartbeat. The little one gets to rest and be loved. Can be loved. Can you be loved? <laughs> the Lord wants to love you. <laughs> he, I hear the Lord saying, can I show off? <laughs> <laughs> it's like in the in the natural you're the older <laughs> the lord in this way says you're the younger and he wants to love you and he wants to just hold you and he wants to nurture you he says can i be el shaddai with you the nurturer el shaddai comes from the breast he said, can you just rest on my breast? Can you rest on my chest? Can you hear my heart go boom, 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 boom? Do you want to hear my heartbeat? I want to reveal to you my heartbeat. <laughs> I'm jealous. <laughs> I want your spot. Can we switch words? <laughs> I'll take your word. I promise. <laughs> we sharing that spot. Sorry. <laughs> I'm like, move over. <laughs> I want daddy's lab. I want daddy's lab. Your heart. As you lay your head on his chest and you hear your, his heartbeat, your heart will beat. And I see the rhythm of your heart changing. Just as you hear the beating of his heart. I feel your heart. These parts of your heart that have been afraid, they're like, they're starting to move. They're starting to drink of faith. 
they're starting to taste the need. And this wonder, your wonder. Your wonder, that, 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 that imagination. That's not imagination. You're not making things up. You're seeing all those colors. <laughs> We're there now. <laughs> Me and you there. <laughs> all those colors you see. I see you and I see all the colors. The streams of colors. Like almost like moving paints all around you. It's like pick the colors you want. Splash them on earth. I see you grabbing them and splashing them on earth. You're chosen to bring color. You're like rainbow bright. <laughs> That's you. <laughs> You bring colors. <laughs> you make everything brighter with colors. And it's time you take your giftings and you release them. <laughs> they're celebrating you. I see them all like little kids and they're like, yay. It's like, it's your party. <laughs> and we laugh if we want to. <laughs> then I see you bringing colors to earth. Grab them. I see you bring them. You can bring colors to earth. Go be bright. Release the colors. Release the problem. There's, there's a lot God wants to show you through the art. So much through your art. He's trying to show you he's artistic and he's creator. And you're his art. And just like you perfect your art, he's perfecting you. single human being, right? Heather, honeycomb, <laughs> queen bee. <laughs> You're a honeycomb. I'm telling you, I see this giant honeycomb and maybe it's your shirt. But I see this giant honeycomb, and so much is happening in the honeycomb. <laughs> and you lead it. <laughs> you lead it. You're Queen Bee. You know what's Queen Bee? You know what name is Queen Bee? Deborah. Deborah. Deborah literally means Queen Bee. That you, you're a Deborah. You lead armies. Your mom is Deborah. Whoa! <laughs> awesome. How that happens? <laughs> I'm like, <"Ding." laughs> high five, Jesus. <laughs> Always blowing up my mind. <laughs> How you do that? I don't know, but I love it, love it, love it. <laughs> That's Queen Bee, it's Deborah. Wow. <laughs> There's so much honey in you. There's so much happening in the honeycomb. You're leading an army, but yet there's so much sweetness. There's so much nourishment. The bees, the bees and the people that you're leading. Imagine you have a church when they call it the honeycomb. <laughs> That's like your church. You, you, they're pastors, by the way. Jeremy and Heather, 
remember this. Years from now, I don't know how many of us will still be on earth, but whoever's on earth in the future, remember the church that Jeremy and Heather will have. Remember. Just remember. Please remember. And those soldiers, those soldiers, they're soldiers, but they're, certain, those, they're soldiers that go seek out the hidden treasures. They go out into the harvest field and they're searching for honey, for the gold in people's lives. And they're going to bring them home. I see them just going out and the flowers are opening up. And the flowers seem like different places and the gardens are like different places they'll go to. And they're going to pull out the honey, which is the soul, the spirit of people, the talents and the gifts, the sweetness that people carry. And it's going to bring nourishment to the body. There's people out there that we look at them as hopeless. We look at them as sinners and they will be the nourishment to the church. They will be the honey to a lot of churches that have dried up, that are boring, that have no anointing and no glory. And these sinners are going to come with so much life that churches are going to get packed. And revivals coming to the churches, the revivals, the people. Revivals not coming to church so then church people go out. Remember what I'm saying. Revival is coming because people in the streets are going to get hit with the glory of God. And they're going to come to churches with a passion. They're going to come to churches with a testimony. No, no. I was in the street and I met Jesus. I was shooting up drugs. I was drinking at the bar. I was snorting some coke. I was smoking some weed. I was at the bar having a drink. I was sleeping with somebody. And an angel appeared. And Jesus appeared. And I had an encounter. And my mama was sick. And my friend was sick. And I was in jail and an angel appear a prophet appear a messenger appear I was in the middle of the dance floor in the club I thought I was having a good time and a prophet walked through the doors and gave me a word of the Lord and I had to find a church I know this wasn't the church he told me to go to he didn't even tell me to go to church he just said find a church so here I am and in this place I will magnify Jesus and in this place I'm gonna speak in tongues and release miracle signs and wonders and churches are going to get very uncomfortable and it's not going to happen in one church it's going to start happening everywhere crazy people are going to start walking in churches with an anointing and a glory and the Lord says revival is coming to the church because the living ones are outside while we were sitting on our butts this whole time and we refuse to go and we refuse to obey God God has found some bones God has found bones in the streets and they're starting to crackle. They're starting to move and they're starting to come together and there's an army coming into the church. If the church does not arise and do what God's called the church to do, there is bones coming to the church and the church will still be revived if the pastors refuse to go. The drunks are coming. The homosexuals are coming. The lesbians are coming. The prostitutes are coming. God prepared an ark and men that refused to get in the ark but God brought the animals God brought the animals and the Bible says that a man without God is like a wild beast the wild beasts are coming and they're going to encounter God and they're going to ride the waves of glory and we've been called to prepare a house 
much bigger. We're going to have to prepare many arts, guys. You watch. You think I'm playing. Watch every single person in this room end up in ministry one day. Every single person, even the new guy. You came for a reason. I hope you know this. Because the last shall be first. <laughs> He'd probably be the first one to start a church. He's like, yo, I walked into one church one day and I came out a pastor. <laughs> I walked in thinking I didn't have a purpose and I walked out with a calling. But listen to the sound of my voice. Every single one of you has a ministry. Mira, mira, you have a calling. You have a calling. Oh, but, 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 but I'm just a young man. But I don't know how to speak. Don't say you're just a young man. Where I'll tell you to go, you will go. And what I tell you to say, you will say it. Before in your, you were in your mother's belly, I knew you. And I called you as a prophet to the nations. And I tell you, you will not die. You will live. And you will give an account of the glory of the Lord. Even you. Every person in this room, you will have a ministry. They will all look different. So no need to compare. When you hear the voice of God, you go. Whether we approve it or not, whether we agree or not, if you heard the voice of God, you take the right steps. You do it in order. You trust God and do it with the fruit of the Spirit. God is preparing every single one of you for the arts. You're all arts. You're all arts. There's a flood of glory in the midst of the chaos that the earth might be going through. Your eyes will be open to the beauty of God. People will see tornadoes. You're like, no, look, it's the cloud of the Lord. Yay. They're like, ah, run. And you're like, no, run to it. Don't run from it. You'll be at the beach and a storm will break out and everybody's running and you're going to be dancing. You're like, oh, it's the glory of the Lord. <laughs> you think I'm playing? Watch. There's going to be earthquakes and we're going to be like, oh, <laughs> the earth is dancing with us and everybody's scattering. Run to the mountains and we're like, oh, no, the earth is excited. The children are manifesting. Don't be scared of the storms. Don't be scared of the shaking. We're going to shine. People are going to be confused. But it's going to draw them in. They're like, wait, wait. How do you dance in the middle of a storm? How are you dancing in the middle of an earthquake? It seems like everything's falling apart. And yet you're praising God. And you're going to be like, cuz, I found out something you don't know. I am a holy nation. I am a chosen generation. I am a royal priesthood. What? I am first and not last. Top and not bottom. More than an overcomer. His promises for me are yes and amen. I'm blessed coming in and I'm blessed coming out. And everywhere I go, I am blessed. And then everyone's going to be like, what are they on, Jesus? <laughs> you guys are ready. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. We're on a season of shift and transformation. God doesn't change and shift anything that's not ready. Because God is a good God. God is a faithful God. And when God sends his people out and when God moves his people, it's because his people are ready. You might not know it yet. You might not feel it yet. We're not talking about a feeling. We're talking about the word of the Lord and every word that comes out of his mouth. In its time and in its season, it shall come to pass. 
Not one word that comes out of his mouth will ever turn back void. Do you know that you're a word that was spoken out of God's mouth? Jesus is a word and so are you. And you were called to the earth to fulfill a mission. You were called to earth. He's giving me a scripture. Hold on. I love how he's talking right now. I promise. It's different. It's glorious. It has to be this way. It has to be this way. We're out. We're out with the old. And we're literally in with the new. And we are bringing the new. Yes. Everywhere we go. Religious systems will bow down. Will there be conflict and misunderstanding? Yes, there will be. I promise you that. Make a note of that one too. But you know what? Where God calls, God provides. Where God gives a vision, there's a provision. And God, let me say this. We are the provision. Yes. We're little. We're little. But we carry great glory. Yes. It's not too many of us. But this group right here could go into any nation, and this nation, any nation will be transformed. Every single one of you has a gift. Every single one of you has a talent and equipping that the other ones don't have. And when we work together, we could transform kingdoms. We transform kingdoms, guys. And look what the Lord says. There's so much glory. I'm just like bouncing on stars literally like you think I'm like in the building with a microphone in my hand you should see where I'm at right now <laughs> but the funny thing is you're there too <laughs> here the stars are on top of us right there the stars are under us <laughs> it's a flip <laughs> I don't know if the world's ready for us <laughs> oh well <laughs> They must get over it, <laughs> literally, because <laughs> we're not. We're already over it, <laughs> and we're not going under. <laughs> we're lifesavers. Yay, we can't sink. <laughs> oh, my God, I see. I see a whole ocean, and I see, like, the Titanic sinking, and we're being lifesavers. Whoa. <laughs> oh, my God, we are not going to sink. <laughs> we're going to float. Because that's what lifesavers do. They, they float. <laughs> Whoa, Jesus. For my thoughts, this is Isaiah 55. For my thoughts are not your thoughts. Neither are your ways my ways. Wait, wait, I want to read it in message. I like message better. Let me go to message. Man, that guitar playing, dude, that's real good right now. Like, you don't understand the vibrations you're sending in my direction, right? You know I'm riding the waves that are coming out of your guitar, right? <laughs> like, there's waves coming out of there. <laughs> and I'm surfing. Everybody thinks it's Abraham. No, it's Jeremy. <laughs> He's been, like, releasing waves out of his guitar, and I'm just getting smashed by waves and smashed by waves. The thing is, my gift, when I get hit by waves, I talk. I just got to unveil the mysteries. But he's over there. He's the one provoking that good stuff. Don't stop. <laughs> I feel like I'm in a wave pool right now. He's just like, Shh. It's almost like um, 
Typhoon Lagoon when that big wave comes out. <laughs> See, my mouth is out of control. But it's a good out of control. Wow. Here we go. I don't think the way you think. The way you work is not the way I work. For as the sky soars high above earth, so the way I work surpasses the way you work. And the way I think, it's beyond the way you think. Remember, we're the words of God. Just as rain and snow descend from the skies, and they don't go back until they water the earth, doing their work of making things grow and blossom, producing seed for the farmers and food for the hungry, so will the words that come out of my mouth not come back empty-handed. None of you will enter the kingdom of heaven empty-handed. You're going to go back home with baskets and baskets of soul. Now you're going to go to heaven, you're going to have to take a few trips. You're like, Lord, I gathered so many souls. We're literally moving <laughs> all of them to heaven. All of you will end up with baskets of souls in eternity, of eternal treasures for the king. You've been, you've been treasure hunting. Because there's only one thing God wants from earth. These precious stones called people. And we're a city. And it says, and we're a city and we're all precious stones. Jointly fit together to build the city of God. And we were sent throughout the earth to gather baskets of precious stones. And every time you meet a person, you simply found a precious stone. And you've been gathering them in the baskets of the Lord because the Lord is building his city. And we're bringing all these people to build up the kingdom of heaven. Hi, Lisa. <laughs> I see you in the glory. <laughs> She's like wandering in the garden. She's like, oh my God, Abraham is not crazy. Jesus, this is amazing. <laughs> I see her there. I see her walking around. <laughs> and Angie's over there floating on a leaf. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> oh, my God. The word of God gets me drunk fast. <laughs> I'm very sensitive. <laughs> I have no tolerance. <laughs> One sip, I'm drunk. <laughs> I can't stop. I'm really trying to be a professional Christian right now, and I can't. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Ilya's over there being baptized in the still waters. <laughs> She's like, again. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why the Bible does this to me. <laughs> All right, let's see where we were at. Just as rain and snow descend from the skies and don't go back until they water the earth, doing their work of making things grow and blossom, producing seed for the farmers and food for the hungry, so will the words that come out of my mouth not come back empty-handed. They will do the work I sent them to do. 
and they will complete the assignment I gave them. Aren't you happy right now? Aren't you happy right now that you feel like you're not going to complete the work of God when you're going through the trials? And God says, they will complete the assignment I gave them. You better praise God right now because you're going to fulfill your mission. You're in a hard time. You're in places you don't understand. And maybe you're not even in the place you've even ever tasted the glory. But God sent you here. And you're simply taking step by step, unveiling who you are and becoming the person that God called you to be. So you, this is how you're going to leave earth when your turn comes. You will go out in joy. You'll be led into a whole and complete life. When those gates open up, <laughs> the mountains and hills will lead the parade. You know how happy heaven is going to be when you make it to heaven? That the mountains are going to get up and they're going to jump in. Hills are going to move out. Hills don't move on earth. Watch well, what I'm telling you. This sounds crazy. The mountains are going to get up. You've never seen mountains move. Wait until you get to eternity. And you're going to be, the mountains are going to be like, finally, let's dance. Let's lead the parade. And you're going to be there like, what? That's why they're going to lead the parade because you're going to be so shocked when you see the mountains get up and walk and the hills get up and walk. You're going to be like, we'll lead the parade for you. Come on, follow us. And you're like, what? Mountains walk down the streets of gold? Watch them. Watch them. You think I'm playing. I'm not playing. I, I know why I'm crazy on earth. But wait until you get to heaven. I'm going to be tap dancing. I already got golden tap shoes to dance on the streets of gold. <laughs> I think I'm playing. <laughs> You're going to be like, Abraham, I love your golden shoes. I was like, I told you I was going to wear them. <laughs> it's a special occasion. <laughs> Mountains walk. And you made it to heaven. The land of impossibilities come to pass. And now everything will be possible. Why would the Bible say that? I know what theologians are going to say. Well, that means this. And that means that. The Bible says that if you have faith like a mustard seed, you'll speak to the mountain. And it'll get up. And it'll move and jump into the sea. Yeah, that means that when you go through hard times and tribulations, uh, you're going to speak to that situation, and that situation is going to stop. Sometimes they don't stop. Because I spoke to some of my mom's condition, and it didn't stop. And I've been shaken to the boots. But the Lord said, look up to the hills where your help comes from. Your help comes from the Lord, creator of heaven and earth. And you know what that means? It means exactly what it means. God is my help. God is my sustainment. And when I enter eternity, all things are possible. Things that eyes can see and the things that eyes cannot see, one day will all be seen because God made the visible and the invisible. And the word of God says that the stars praise them. We've never heard them, but the day is coming. When we enter eternity, we're going to hear the symphony of the stars. You're not going to be able to walk. You're going to be like, what? They're singing? Uh -huh. And when do you see the whole symphony of creation come alive? The dogs and the cats and the whales and the dolphins and the trees. And winter and summer and spring. And they all come together to magnify the king. When you see that, you're going to be like, oh my God, what were we thinking on earth? Because your thoughts are not my thoughts. And your ways are not my ways. <laughs> for the things that I has not seen are the things that God has prepared for those that love him and walk according to his ways. There is mysteries prepared for us. And not just on earth. Earth will pass away, guys. If you're only pursuing God for your temporary blessings, you're missing the eternal ones. The Bible says do not build treasures on earth. For the worm and the moth destroy the termite destroys on earth he said if you're gonna build a treasure wink wink if you're gonna build a treasure wink if you're gonna build a treasure eh. he's giving you a secret 
How about you build some treasures in heaven where the worm doesn't destroy, where the termite doesn't corrupt, where nothing gets dusty and dirty, where you're going to see things and walk in wonder forever. And the Bible already describes them. The Bible describes them and we don't get it. The mountains and hills will lead the parade, bursting with a song. Why would a prophet write that? Why would mountains and hills lead a parade? And why will mountains and hills burst with a song? Yeah, in earth you're going to make a meaning, and I believe in the meaning of earth that sustains us right now. There is victory in our trials. There is victory in our good seasons and our bad seasons, but it's deeper than that. All the trees of the forest will join the procession. That means you're still shocked at the door like, and now all the trees are like, hey, welcome home. <laughs> like, you think I'm playing. You're like, want some fruit? The apple tree will tell you one day. <laughs> He's going to extend his hand over like, you want an apple? You're like. <laughs> the palm tree's going to be like, you want a coconut? <laughs> You're going to be like, what? <laughs> I know, I'm crazy. <laughs> I don't know how the world can handle me. Sorry. <laughs> My eyes have seen the thing that can't be unseen. Once you see something crazy from heaven, you're like, oh, man, I'm going to get killed on earth. You don't believe in walking trees. Go to Jesus' miracle of the blind man, and you'll see that the blind man saw walking trees, too. I heard preachers say, oh, Jesus made a mistake. No, Jesus never, ever makes a mistake. Let me tell you, that blind man never went blind again. <laughs> Jesus said, you see something, I need you to leave town now and don't tell nobody. Because that man was like, I need to tell somebody I saw trees walking like people. You don't believe me, you got to look up Jesus' miracles and you'll see that when he healed the blind man, the blind man saw trees. Jesus opened his spirit eyes first. And then Jesus took some mud and put it back into his eyes. He's like, oops, I took too much mud out. <laughs> He puts mud back in. He's like, oh, okay, I'm seeing on earth again. <laughs> now I see humans. <laughs> he was seeing people in the spirit realm. And we are like oak trees of righteousness. Planted by streams of water. If you don't believe me, you got to go to Psalm 1. We are trees. And we bear much fruit. We are the planting of the Lord. The just will flourish like a palm tree in the middle of the storm. Hello. <laughs> Angie's like, yo, let's keep going. <laughs> oh, man. This is the Lord. And it says, all the trees of the forest will join the profession, the procession exuberant with applause. No more tizzles, but giant sequoias. No more thorn bushes, but stately pines. Monuments to me, to God. Living and lasting evidence of God. This is what God is doing. Uh, we come from the garden, guys. We all knew each other. The fall of man made us forget who we were. And we were all born in different ages. We were born in different nations. We were born in different seasons. 
But at one time, we were all together the same age in the garden. We were all friends. Watch. We're probably best friends. You'll see. They're like, oh my God, I can't believe we went through that and I forgot who you were. I don't know, me too. I was born on the way over there. You were born on the way over there years later. We were all scattered, right? But Jesus came for his kids. And it, like, guys, for real, for real, for real, we are in the end times. We are in the end of this age. So we can go back to the original age, the age of kingdom. The age of kingdom is not something that's coming. It's something that was. And we're simply going back home. That's why we're called lost. We're not called purchased. When you purchased something, it's never been in your house. But when you lost something, it used to be in your house. It got lost and you went looking for it. And then you found it and you brought it back home. That's why the shepherd, the good shepherd, leaves the 99, leaves his glory, leaves all his sheep in the kingdom, the angels, the father. And he went through time. And he went through eternity, right? He left eternity. He lived in eternity. And he steps into time. And he starts walking through the ages. And he starts walking through the nations, discovering and finding his people. And then he's bringing us home one by one. That's why in the Father's house, there's many rooms. He didn't say, in my Father's house, I'm going to build rooms. No, 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 no. He said, in my Father's house, there's many rooms. Why were there many rooms in the Father's house? Because the Father had a lot of kids that ran away. And those kids left eternity and entered time because they believed the lie of the dragon. We all were kids that believed the lie of the dragon. It wasn't just Adam. Every single one of us believed the lie of the dragon. We followed the dragon instead of following the lion. We entered this world. We're lost in this world. We think we're supposed to live this life here. And that's why we keep pursuing happiness. But we can't find happiness because happiness is only found in the Father's house. And the Father has all these empty rooms. And then Jesus came looking for us. And he said, my Father's house, there's many rooms. And I've gone to prepare a place for you. It means he took the room. And he's fixing your room. And he's decorating your room. So when you enter and you leave time. And you enter eternity. Then all of a sudden, you're back home. So. We, put, we passed out communion. Because you know what people do when the kids come home? They eat. When the prodigal son, which we are all prodigal sons, he left the father's house. He asked for his inheritance. He asked for his part of the glory. And he wanted to go to the world and live his life. The world is earth. And we were all in that place where we said, yeah, I'll take my glory. I'll take my portion. And I want to go to earth and do something on earth. I know this sounds wild. It sounds like a movie. And we came to earth to live life. But then we remember our father's house. We start having glimpses and we start hearing his voice like, what is that voice? Who is that? We thought God hated us. He's like, I love you. Will you come home? That's why Jesus said, I only say what the father says. And I only do what the father does. He goes, I'm not good. Only the father's good. He says, I'm the way, the truth, and the life to the father. He's just making a way. He left footprints on the ground that light up all the way to the kingdom. And even that he knew it was going to be hard for us to follow. So he sends his spirit back into earth so he could comfort us. So he could lead us. He could lead us. It's going to be okay. Act like you fell. Like you messed up. 
He's like, no, get back up. We're going to the Father. And the Holy Spirit is your friend. And then you mess up again. And you stumble. And he's like, get up. Remember, my promises for you are yes and amen. And he might want to turn back the other way because the enemy's lying. But the Holy Spirit turns him around. He's like, no, we're going to come home to the Father's house. That's what the Bible says. And I will send you a friend that will lead you to all truth. Who's the truth? The Son is the truth. But who is the Son leading us to? The Son is leading us to the Father. You can sit, bro. He's like, I'm going to glory. Bye. <laughs> and they work together. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, they love each other. They're not jealous of each other. They're not insecure of each other. They love each other, and they're working together to get the kids back home. Literally, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit are conveyor belts. And they're pushing. You know when I, when I move, we do assembly line, right? Well, we're the boxes. And the Holy Spirit gets us, and he gives us over to the, Father, the Son. And then the Son gets us, and he gives us over to the Father. And that's why when Jesus, on John 16, 17, he said, Father, and the ones you gave me, I give back to you. He's giving us back to the Father so we can enter eternity once and forever and never leave. Our rooms are ready. It only takes you to believe that you're loved on earth. Just believe. And we're going to go through stuff because we're on earth. But believe. Just believe his voice. Believe doesn't mean you're strong. Believe means you're weak. But you're depending on somebody stronger than you. Faith doesn't mean you got it all together, guys. Faith means you got your eyes fixed on Jesus. And I'm scared, Lord. I feel like I'm going to fall. Keep, keep, keep your eyes on me. Keep coming. And you keep taking the steps. Oh, Lord, but they're throwing stones at me. And, and the fire's coming. And the arrows are coming. And the winds are coming. And the shaking is coming. He's like, look at me. Look at me. And you keep taking the steps. You keep taking the steps. And all of a sudden, you run into Daddy's arm. <laughs> I made it. He's like, I knew you would. Because he knows that in your weakness, he is strong. And that's why we do communion. Because one day there's a table. It's such a big table. And all the kids are there. You go open your little thing, your little bread and wine. And we're going to have bread and wine. But that's not the meal. That's only the beginning. You know, like when you go to a wedding, they give you a little loaf of bread and they give you some wine. It's only the beginning. The rest of the meal, it's a secret. And the desserts are a secret till we get there. He's just starting with bread and wine. Because at every wedding and at every feast, you always get bread, wine, and water. <laughs> and maybe a little bit of butter. But in heaven, I think it's honey. The sweetness of the word, right? And we're going to take our bread at that feast. And we're not going to look like this. Not, some of us are not going to be old and some younger. We're all going to be the same age. We're going to look good. We look like royalty. We look like kings and queens in this table. We're going to look at each other and wave at each other like, I'm probably going to be the most excited, guys. Sorry. <laughs> I've seen myself in heaven, and I'm always like a really hyperactive two-year-old. I'm like, but look, but look, I told you, I told you, I told you. So, pardon me. <laughs> You're going to be just as excited, watch. And we're going to look at each other. And we're going to like point at each other like, we made it, guys. We freaking made it. Like, dude, that was hard. We thought we weren't going to make it. But man, he was faithful. He kept his word. He kept his word. All the time we were unfaithful, he kept his word. We made it.
And we're going to take that bread and, oh, the word of the Lord, let's eat this bread. That's why we eat the bread. On earth, it looks painful. On earth, that bread was destroyed. The person. On earth, that bread became a human. So we can make it home. So in the middle of our suffering and chaos, we could taste some sweetness. So in the middle of the suffering, we could be nourished. That's how much the bread loved us. And eternity, we love the bread. He fed us like his little ones. He was always feeding us bread. When Israel was walking through, the, through Egypt, the Lord lifted up the heavenly lid and he poured out. You know when you feed a fish, you take bread, right? And you crumble it and it falls like little pieces for them. What do you think Jesus was doing in the desert? When he was pouring out manna on the people as they were going through the desert. And they're like, what is that? Manna literally means what is that? That's the meaning of manna. We're like, ooh, we want some manna from heaven. When you say, oh, I want some manna from heaven, what you're saying is, ooh, I want some of what is that from heaven. What is that? <laughs> We've never seen that. So why do you call that? But what is that? But mm, what is that tastes so good. So the Lord, just like we feed fishes in a fish tank or little hamsters on their little cage, the Lord, imagine earth being the cage. The heavens are the lid. He opens the lid and he starts pouring bread on the little people so they can eat bread. That's him. And then he like makes rocks open up and flow fountains out of rocks. Come on, you, that is a God of power. So we say thank you for the bread. Thank you, Lord, that when we were in our deserts, when we were enslaved in Egypt, when we were enslaved in our sins, in our hatred, our bigotry, our racism, our lust, our gluttony, our everything, our everything, right? He still fed us. We all had different shackles, but we were all shackled. We were all in, in different prisons, but guys, we were all imprisoned. So it don't matter which prison you were in, you were still in a prison, so shut up. Some are still in a prison of religion. They're like, oh, look, I'm free in my prison. Yeah, you're free in your prison. That's all you are. So shut up and magnify the Lord. And how about you worship so the walls of the prison crumble and the gates of the prison open up and you run free with all of them in there because you're still bound. Until you're not out of prison, you're not free. So thank you for the bread. Will you say thank you for the bread with me? Jesus is this bread. He was pierced for our transgression, crushed for our iniquities. The chastisement, which is the punishment of our peace, went upon him, and by his stripes, we are healed. Eat your bread. going to do the wine now. The wine represents his blood that was shed for our sins. The blood that cleanses our sins away. There is a fountain that flows from Emmanuel's veins. There is a fountain that flows from God is with us veins. The God that is with us. Not the God that's far away. Not the God that demands a sacrifice, but the God that becomes the sacrifice. 
See how good that God is? Other gods are demanding sacrifices, yet our God becomes the sacrifice. That's how beautiful he is. Only the high priest could enter the holy place, but yet our high priest leaves the holy place to lead us all into the holy of holies. Then the people that didn't have access now have access to go into the secret chambers of the king. How beautiful is our king. How gentle and lovely is our king. Thank you, Jesus, for the blood. There is power in the blood of Jesus. It washes us. It heals us. It cleanses us. It gives us hope and salvation. Drink the blood. Drink the wine. And it gives you joy. Thank you, Father God. Hallelujah. We've just been like flowing. And it's just following the leading of the Holy Spirit. If you got the email, you know that Caleb is on his way to, to talk. And we just wanted today to be glorious. Yeah. And I had a, a, a mission in my heart to simply unveil the kingdom once more, like always. But I feel like very intentional today. And I just want to say, every single one of you, like what I said earlier, has a calling of God. When will they come to fruition? Only God knows. Because every single one of you is like a different tree or a different flower in the garden of God. And every tree and every flower matures at a different season, at a different time. There's trees that mature in winter, and there's trees that mature in spring, others in summer, other in, in fall. And just like some flowers, we're all a very different garden of the Lord. Amen. Thank you for listening to this podcast from the Resting Place South Tampa Campus. We hope you feel honored, empowered, and full of faith because of what you hear. And we would love to see you at a gathering soon. For more resources like this, head to trpfamily.org.